This is episode 40 of the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, you guys. And today is part two of an interview that I did with JC Voorhees. So if you missed the first part, go back and listen to episode number 39. JC is a board certified music therapist that works inside of the healthcare space and has also been an entrepreneur for 12 years. And she is all too familiar with what it feels like to be burnt out and overwhelmed. Inside of our interview, she shares so much wisdom and knowledge about burnout and how you can stop the burnout cycle what burnout actually looks like, what are the signs to look for. She goes over some reasons that we may end up burning out that we may not even consider and how we can then recenter ourselves to recognizing where the burnout is coming from and really combating that just vicious cycle we can sometimes get in. So enjoy today. It is part two of our interview and I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. (laughs) Yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. So I want to also dive into other reasons that we may end up burning out, like that we may not consider. I know like we had just went over like some of the, the signs of burnout, but what are some of the reasons that we may not even think about when it comes to, to burning out? So these are ones that when, when they're kind of brought to the table, usually our reaction is like, oh no, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part that, I mean, <laughs> speaking for myself, you know, it took <laughs> me having like a major event where I just broke, completely broke that I was like, oh my gosh, like I did not even realize I was doing that. So the big one that I, I recommend looking at is, are you connecting your identity, your self-worth with your work? Mm, that's a good Which, one. Oh, it's so sneaky. Like mm-hmm. I was talking really... that I, and I actually did a podcast episode on that. Like, is your, is your identity in your nursing career? Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's very natural for it to be connected because, um, I mean, if you go into something like nursing, you love it, you love people and you mm-hmm. have a very giving heart and that's, why you did it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that giving heart is who you are, Mm -hmm. but the thing that, um, I've found as signals of this, of it being a negative thing, I think there's positive aspects to it, but the negative aspects are if, if something goes wrong and you blame yourself, Mm -hmm. um, or like there's, or even like, so failures or successes, when you internalize those, like if there's a failure, that means I am a failure 
or if there's a success, that means I am a success. Like that's a line we have to draw. When we start to internalize those experiences of failure or success and let that guide our self-worth, that's real. It's a huge red flag that we're setting ourselves up to burn out because there are things that are going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, You are going to have patients that don't get better and has nothing to do with your value at all. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, that's, it's, it's really, really hard to pick up on that. It's mm-hmm. important to, to, yeah, to like identify with your work and to know I am a very caring and deep and compassionate person and I'm going to give that and then let that be it. Mm-hmm. Not what comes back to me reflects how well I did or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, another one is trying to, to prove your value through your work. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a big one for me that mm-hmm. I, again, I didn't realize was there until, um, until I had one of my employees ended up taking a part-time job somewhere else. And we had been become great friends and we're working toward a full-time position for her. And when she took this other job, I was suddenly like, am I never going to be good enough? Like, mm-hmm. and again, this is me connecting my identity with my business. Am I never going to be good enough? Like we were still friends and she's like, why is this hard for you? I don't understand. Like, what did I do? And, um, but I, I realized I was trying to prove my value through people working for me, through getting more clients, through changing all of these lives that made me valuable. Mm-hmm. And that's an awful place to be because mm-hmm. when you inevitably have people that say, Hey, you know, this is actually not a good fit. My value goes down. Or when you have somebody like, yeah, I can't work for you anymore. My value goes down. So it's just, I'm like at the mercy of everything happening around me, mm-hmm. as opposed to feeling my value for myself, independent of my work. Mm-hmm. So for me, that led to major burnout because you can't ever prove your value. There's always going to be something that says, Hey, you're not good enough. And so there, that's why you get out of the car and you keep running because it's gotta be up there somewhere, but it's not, it's already there. You're already there mm-hmm. and you have nothing to prove. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is fear. I, I think that we're not usually aware of what we're afraid of, but even like when we say, Hey, I'm discouraged, literally like the word discouraged means without courage. In -hmm. other words, fear. Mm -hmm. And so anytime I find myself saying, I feel, I just feel so discouraged. I have to ask myself and follow up and say, well, what am I afraid of? Mm -hmm. Um, I might feel discouraged that my client quit or they moved somewhere else or whatever. Um, or that my patient is not progressing the way I wanted them to. And the fear for me usually again has to do with my identity. Like Mm -hmm. my fear is that I'm not good enough. I'm not providing the kind of care that they need. What does that say about me? Am I in the wrong profession? Am I just an imposter? Mm -hmm. Um, So there's, there's always a fear behind that discouragement. And so those are like, those are really just the deeper reasons we don't, it's hard to access them. It's hard to notice that they're happening, Yeah, but they're there. Yeah. And I think it really comes down to 
your spiritual relationship when you look at those things about your identity, trying to prove your value, because when you have your identity in Christ, mm-hmm. he loves you for who you are. Like you don't have to prove it. And so yeah. you don't, you can let go of all the worldly stuff. You can let go of it because you already are who he says you are. You already, your identity is in him. And so you can just let go of the worldly stuff. And I recently had an experience actually within our neighborhood, within our HOA, we've had some, just some issues going on. And I just realized like your words don't bother me. Like they, they don't affect me. I mean, it was almost like a, uh, a jab at my parenting. It was a jab at like who we are as a person. And I'm like, you don't even know me. And those words don't bother me because I'm grounded in my faith. I know I'm a good parent. I know I'm a good person. I know, you know, my spiritual relationship is strong and I know who I am and I don't care what you think about me. And before I would have like, oh my God, they don't like me. Oh, what do I need to do to prove my worth? Like, this is who I am. You don't know me. This is, let me prove that I'm a good person. And like, now I'm like, whatever, like, you know, like I don't have to prove anything to you. I mean, if you want to be that nasty and you want to be that rude and that's how you want to behave, that's on you. That's not on me. I know who I am. (laughs) So so I feel like, I don't know for me, I feel like that ability, like that's so, I hear so much strength in that that kind of comes and goes for me. I have to check myself a lot because there's times that I feel that and other times that I'm like, okay, what do I need to do different? Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) in order to, you know, please and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, it just hit me. And like, we've literally been just over the past few days going through this commotion. But last night as I was going to bed, I'm like, I just had peace of mind. Like I just felt this piece. And I'm like, wow, like I never would have experienced that before. I would have been like tossing and turning at night. All these thoughts would have been going through my head. I wouldn't have been able to go to sleep. I'd wake up mad, you know, all of these things. But like, I just had this sense of peace last night. And I told my husband, I'm like, you know, we're good parents because it bothers him a little bit more than, you know, I think that I've allowed it to bother me, which I've just noticed that I'm kind of in that place, but it just, yeah, I just had a sense of peace. And I think that comes from, you know, just having that strong spiritual relationship and knowing who you are and, you know, having your identity in him. Like you said, you're never going to reach that level of success. You're never going to reach that level of goodness. You're never, you're always going to be on this like up and down teeter totter of of your worth when it comes to when you gauge it by worldly stuff. So yeah, Yeah, that can only come from God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Cause it's like, it's a supernatural feeling, right? Like, why am I feeling peaceful about this nasty email? They just wrote me. I should be mad. I should be like ranting and raving, but over here, I'm like, whatever, you know? (laughs) Well, I've found, um, you know, the things that help me the most when it comes to detaching from, from these struggles and reattaching the way I want to be it always has a spiritual element. Mm-hmm. There's, it's always something prayer or mm-hmm. scripture or just the feeling of having the spirit in my life. And, mm-hmm. and a big thing for me is surrender because especially when it comes to my kids, yeah. <laughs> because I know you as, as a homeschool mom, it's like, you know, you and just your personality, like you want to control everything. You want to have everything right and perfect and, and organized and all the things. And it's like, you know, you want to, you want it to go a certain way and all this. And like, you have to surrender that. Like, it's like, wow. okay, God, you've given me these little people 
All right. You want me to educate them. <laughs> they are my priority. I understand that. And I don't know that I can freaking do that by myself. So <laughs> I'm giving that to you because <laughs> Lord help me. A hundred percent. Just on Sunday, I was, I got a box of curriculum and I was unloading it and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to homeschool this year. Like, I don't think I can do it. And oh, my husband talked to me and we, we just spent some time pondering and stuff. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, if, if this is the thing that I feel like God wants me to do right now, then of mm-hmm. course I'll be able to do it. He's not yeah. asking me to do it on my own. No. Like, and ever. that's that element of surrender. Like you can't do it yeah. on your own. Right. And so letting go, letting God, and then just showing up. Yep. So Awesome. So as we kind of wrap things up here, I want you to share maybe some ways that how, or about how we can recenter, like once we feel the burnout coming on or we're already burnout, what are some of the ways that may help us kind of recenter? Yeah. So I divide these into categories of spiritual, physical, social, mental, and recreation. Mm -hmm. Um, So First off, the spiritual, like I said, that is by far the most powerful for me. There was, mm-hmm. you know, a day that I, we we're going through a drought here in Utah right now. And there was a, a night that I was feeling overwhelmed and I went outside and it had started to rain. And it was just this feeling of, wow, like mm-hmm. I didn't have to create that rain. It's just falling out of the sky. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, I felt this immediate connection to God, just like he will provide mm-hmm. and so the more I look for those opportunities to, to just see yeah. what's already in front of me, um, sometimes it comes through prayer or meditation. Um, I love reading scripture. Um, just this morning, I, I read a scripture that says, know ye not that you're in God's hands. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. How uh, so I just, Oh yeah. <laughs> so I just sat and just thought about that over and over for a while. And so those things can really just put things into perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as physical things, this, this is where you like exercise. And mm-hmm. for me, um, I like to focus on exercise, sometimes going quickly, like your body needs to complete the stress cycle and just move and get through it. Other times when my body's asking me to slow down, I'll intentionally do slow exercise. Like I won't, I won't run. I'll just kind of jog. And if I feel like walking, I walk, but I'll do an intentional exercise where I listen to my body's needs and Mm -hmm. really try to respond that way. And almost as a metaphor for my mental needs Mm -hmm. uh, to to go slower, Um, focusing on nutrition. You can even just say like, okay, 24 hours, I'm going to, I'm going to make better choices. Um, I'm going to eat like three servings of veggies, like whatever that is, Mm -hmm. just putting a focus on that nutrition. The nutrition piece. I'm going to just touch on that for a second because that's like my passion. (laughs) It's like moving your body and eating healthy and providing your body with the nutrition that it needs and eating clean. Yeah, Your body craves nutrition and you feel so much better when you eat better. And we all know this. We all know how we feel when we stuff ourselves after eating a Thanksgiving dinner or, you know, eating fast food. We know, like we feel like crap. (laughs) So it's Mm -hmm. like you said, even give yourself that short-term goal of that 24 hours, I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to eat just foods that bless my body and just really sit in that and appreciate you're providing your body this nutrition that it needs to function like it's supposed to and to feel its very best. 
So I just wanted to touch on that for a second. <laughs> oh, it's fun. I mean, all these physical things are huge because they directly impact your spirit. Mm-hmm. And your, um, sleep is another big physical one mm-hmm. that I've always been really protective of my sleep. So even I'm grateful, like even amidst burnout times, I still am like, you know, I'm going to bed at 1030 and, you know, I'll get up when I'll get up kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. um, some social ones, these are super important for me because I tend to get into my little world and even isolate into my work. And so the simplest social thing that I have found to do is when I am with the people in my life, I mean, I don't know that there's anybody here who is completely alone all of the time. Mm -hmm. If they are, you know, step outside and go to your neighbor's house. But (laughs) most of us have somebody that we live with or that that we work with. And Mm -hmm. when we take the time when we're talking to somebody to just think you're the only person that matters right now. You're the only, only thing at all that mm-hmm. matters to me right now. Mm-hmm. And looking in their eyes, I do this with my kids and my husband most often, cause I live with them, but like the, it's like this spirit to spirit connection mm-hmm. when nothing else matters. I look in your eyes. I want to understand what you're saying, feel what you feel. Honestly, that pulls me through burnout more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you, that you mentioned that, like I can almost like tear up because I think that as a society, we miss out on that piece so much because of our phones. We're constantly scrolling social media. We're constantly occupied or preoccupied with our phones that we, we miss that. And so, you know, as you're, you're thinking about some of the reasons you could be burned out, this may be a huge one for you. Mm-hmm. I just listened to a podcast episode the other day on six ways your phone is changing you. And it was like, are you looking at your phone more than you're looking into the eyes of the, your children? Mm-hmm. And it's like dagger to the heart, reality check. Are you looking at your phone more than you're looking into the eyes of your spouse or the people that you love? And so that's big, that, that connection and that, that piece. And we really, 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 really have to be intentional about it because we have such an easy distraction right at our fingertips. Good. For me, it's, it's the most tangible, like, Mm -hmm. you know, spiritual sometimes can feel far. Like there's times that it's just hard to feel something, but when you're face to face with the person and and you have that kind of an interaction, it's, I feel like an immediate shift Mm -hmm. inside. And it, and like, especially with my kids and my husband and loved ones, like, I want that. Of Mm -hmm. course I want that every day. And, you know, we just had a funeral yesterday for my husband's uncle. And it was, it's just such a powerful reminder that, you know, these relationships are everything. Mm -hmm. We forget that, but they are everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other, other ones under like mental and cognitive. um, I love to, to journal and get my thoughts out. Like it's like this pressure builds up and you just have to have an outlet, whether that's like voice memos or writing it down or doing art, even like as, mm-hmm. as a music therapist and a musician, I love to just sit and play. Um, mm-hmm. I've reconnected a lot more with that lately. I love playing the piano and guitar and singing. And so I'll, I'll do that and just kind of get my feelings and thoughts out. Um, and then with recreation, kind of along the same lines of, of music too, but like the things that you love to do, there's, mm-hmm. I'm sure every single one of us could say there's something in our life that we are not doing that we love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's like cooking or playing soccer or um, some kind of an art or music medium, like whatever that is, mm-hmm. like schedule a time for 20 or 30 minutes to do that thing and just see how it feels to reconnect with that part of yourself and to play again. Like life mm-hmm. isn't supposed to be so serious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have, you have serious jobs that, you know, we're 
you're taking care of people's lives, but it's also meant to be playful and enjoyable and mm-hmm. all of that. So adding an, an element of play to your life yeah. can be really, really healing. Yeah. Kind of reconnect to that kid inside of you. And I mean, that could even mean getting out in the yard and playing with your children, you know, and just yes. acting like a kid yeah. again, like maybe wrestling yeah. on the ground. I know my boys, they're all about like tickle fights and wrestling and, you know, all of these things. So just um, being able to do something that you enjoy and that, you know, is more than just taking a bubble bath. Right. So like we talk about yeah. all this self-care stuff and it's like, you know, I'm in my bel- bubble bath while I'm on my phone scrolling. Yeah. Like, Let's no. do it. No, 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 no. That's not self-care. So (laughs) awesome. Well, JC, as we wrap things up here, I do want you to share with my listeners your get out of burnout guide. If you'll just share a little bit about that and I'm going to post the link for this in the show notes, be sure to check this out. I was looking over is 28 ways to, is it to combat burnout or to recognize burnout? Um, I like to say it's to stop burnout before it stops you. Okay. To stop burnout before it stops you. And it's a great guide to really just to look at and just evaluate where you are. So if you'll just share a little bit about the burnout guide with us. Yeah. So it just goes into detail. Some of those things that we just mentioned, the play journaling, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, social things, uh, it goes into a lot more detail on different specific ideas and the way it's intended to, to be used is you just look through, okay, what do, what feels natural for me today? Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously when you're feeling overwhelmed, you're not going to do 28 things. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the, what's the one thing today, or maybe two, I want to focus on my nutrition today and spend 10 minutes completely focused on somebody in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. Like those are simple things you can do. And, and yeah, you just can use this as a way when you are feeling burned out and as kind of a guide on regular things to try to build into your everyday life so that burnout doesn't come up as easily. Because when you are nurturing these parts of yourself, it's going to be harder for burnout to take. Mm -hmm. You're going to just feel so much better overall. Again, I will drop that in the show notes for you guys. And thank you so much for coming on, JC. I loved our conversation today. And I think so many of my listeners would just be able to relate to that burnout. Like I feel like, I mean, even nurses working in healthcare currently that have been dealing with all of the COVID stress on top of all the administration stuff that was already there to begin with and just so much overwhelm um, and stress in the healthcare system. I think that this guide will definitely help them to be able to, you know, stop it before it happens or just to kind of let them reevaluate where they are in their career and just kind of make these little small changes to really be able to just have that joy and experience life for what it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be stressful. It's not supposed to be exhausting. You're not supposed to feel burnout. Um, You're really supposed to just enjoy embrace the journey, um, have joy. And through that is where I think you experience that fulfillment and ultimately that purpose. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time.
If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.